everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist, the podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. And coming up today, we're going to talk about, what, dumb things people believe? No. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, atheists and, and, pos- and superstitions that may Ooh. carry on even after God has left. Mm. Even after the Lord has left the building. You might still believe. There are things you might things. believe. We're going to talk about things that, that, that pe- people we we've even known people who are who don't have a god belief who knock on wood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you do it? Yeah. Do you knock on wood when you're worried about whatever? Well, we've got a cure for you. No, we don't. <laughs> well, we'll talk about it. All we'll right. get to it. We will get to it. Whatever. Uh, start us off. Hmm. Uh, I will talk about, uh, Candil Baloch. That's my best guess as to the pronunciation of this woman's name. She oh. is, I'm going to call her, uh, Pakistani Kardashian. She is okay. the, uh, the, uh, a, a social, was a social media, uh, hit on, in Pakistan. A wunderkind. Uh, if you will, she, uh. She got it the same way so many uh, people get it. She she was she was controversial, to say the least. And uh, so you say she was a Kardashian. Was she uh, an attractive a, a, woman? A beautiful woman who uh, was uh, a young woman who a uh, twenty five year old, mm. uh, willing to show a little more skin than so this is what I was wondering. Than about. maybe uh, her her uh, her Islamic family would be comfortable with. Yeah. Uh, was killed uh, oh. this week. Really? Uh, by her brother. <laughs> because that's a thing that happens. Uh, honor killings are a big deal uh. Uh, in in a lot of these uh, dominantly... Uh, How does that work exactly? Islamic countries. How is that honorable? Oh, he's protecting the honor of the family by killing the embarrassing one. Is by, that what by, it is? By getting rid of the yeah, by getting rid of the one who's dishonoring the whole family. Uh, you, ta-da, ta-da! How did I not know that that's what it honor is? restored? <laughs> that's such a simple explanation. My brain had never put it. Together. <laughs> yeah, I. So so yeah. Here's the thing. Uh-huh. So so yes, she she had some some racy at least by Pakistani standards uh, photos. She didn't have her face covered. Nor her, nor her, covered. nor her cleavage. She had cleavage. There was cleavage that was on display. There was, huh? Sexy makeup. Yeah. Uh, here's the other thing that she did. So, so she would post things that were like, she called herself a feminist. Which, there you go. That's probably enough That's, right there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, one of the, I think one of the one of the deciding factors, one of the the big, uh, the big blows to to her family's honor was when she posted pictures of herself and uh, a man named Mufti Abdul Kavi, uh-huh. a senior member of of Pakistan's, of Pakistan's Islamic clergy. Oh. This is a guy who, like, like, he's on the committee to decide when uh, 
Ramadan begins and ends officially and all that sort of thing. Like That's he, quite the committee to be on. Like the moon, I don't remember what they call it. It was something like the moon gazers or the moon watchers or whatever. Really? It's, all on, it's on a lunar cycle or whatever. So he knows the minute that Ramadan starts. Right, exactly. Okay. All yeah, right. This is, or, or he tells the rest of the world, but not so much anymore because he got himself booted after enough pictures with this uh, this little hottie. I was started appearing on Facebook or, 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 you know, Instagram. And, uh, and part of it was that she was like, she kind of called him out for eating with or drinking with her during the day. During Ramadan? During Ramadan. What? So she was, I mean, she was, this guy decides when Ramadan starts or is part of the decision-making process. Right. (laughs) He can't even be bothered to like abstain. Yeah, a little bit of a shit show over wow. there. So okay, so wait a second. Wait a second. So, so she's clearly so a he provocateur. Steps down and she's dead. She, yeah, exactly. Well, obviously, that's how that works. So yes, her brother went on the run, got caught. Oh, he did get caught. Got caught. Yeah. Good. What is what? What? Okay, so this is a cultural thing. Yeah. Maybe not something that's like uh, too many people are too excited about anymore. I don't know. But what's the official stance in Pakistan? Like, well, it's, they... it's against the law. To honor kill? To honor kill. Okay. To kill. To murder is still against the law. But is, is but it a I'm lesser? Guessing, I'm guessing that... A lesser, lesser punishment? If it doesn't get a lot of publicity, I'm guessing a lot of it gets swept under the rug. Or if it's rural. Right, exactly. This is what I'm saying. But this one, who knows what will happen. It'll be interesting to watch because maybe an example will be made and uh, it'll it'll have a chilling effect on the killing of people for honor. And then they'll, and then they'll just turn to, you know, turn back to the old ways, which are the good ways, which is, you know, throwing acid in their face or whatever. Mm, honor acid throwing. Mm, so good. On, honor disfigurement. Yeah, throwing acid, honor. For your honor. All right. Well, Dan. Yeah. Since you started with... Uh, gruesome. Gruesome. Yeah. I'm going to stick with gruesome. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Talk about Newt Gingrich. <laughs> oh, you had to go to extra gruesome? <laughs> Rude. Mr. Big Mouth himself. Yeah. Well, big head. His, his, and a big in head. fairness, his whole head is So the whole enormous. thing's big. I guess the mouth is proportionate. <laughs> <laughs> to mostly his, to his to the rest of the size of his huge noggin. um he opened that big old mouth this week uh-huh. and uh after you know i mean because there's stuff going on in the world dan sure with uh you know what with nice yeah guys know. driving trucks through people and yeah. shootings happening left yeah. and right and it, the, the, you know it feels like the world is a little unstable at the moment. It does feel, we, it does feel like we're... Uns- not the whole world, but there are unstable elements in the world. Is that Mercury are- in retrograde right now? <laughs> Is that what's going on? No, but no, Dan. Mer- we'll, we'll talk Mercury about- affects mechanical devices more than it does anything else, really. Like oh, okay. Machines, computers. Sure. If you're having problems with your computer, you could look at Mercury being in retrograde. That could possibly be. But uh, it's usually not people. Oh, okay. Right. It doesn't affect... Well, that one guy, you know, the niece thing had a truck involved, so there you go. 
Touche. We'll, we'll yeah. be talking about that Mercury thing <laughs> later on. I thought and I it, I thought I really won up John that one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what has happened, of course, now is that the uh, those on the fear mongering side of things, like mm-hmm. Mister Gingrich have decided uh to start saying nasty shit about islam and 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 casting this whole western uh i'm sorry this whole struggle in the west mm. as western civilization being in some sort of war oh. with islam and right whatnot that and, and war we, we've talked about this before like sort of word choice and that, that war is a pretty big word to be throwing around a lot of times. Yeah. You know? Especially like, against a non-state. Yeah. Against a yeah. religion. I will say, ISIS has made that a little bit easier. Yeah. If one wanted to. It's pretty... It, ISIS has made the whole conversation very complicated. Yes. But nonetheless, um, he says, Western civilization is in a war. We should frankly test every person here who is of a Muslim background, and if they believe in Sharia, they should be deported. Hmm. Sharia is incompatible with Western civilization. Modern Muslims who have given up Sharia, glad to have them as a citizen, but we need to be fairly relentless about defining who our enemies are. So, basically, in America, you're no longer allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. You're only allowed to believe in the First Amendment. Is that what you're talking about? I'm just, no. I'm just, what I'm saying is he's saying there are beliefs now that, in his mind, expel you from the, the United States, that disqualify you from living here. I mean, it depends on which box you check, I suppose, because it's I don't know how you find out what people really believe. <laughs> right. 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 Um, but I mean it yeah, the 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 possibility of this, the the uh practical yeah. nature of this aside, right. cuz obviously it's the stupidest idea that has ever been put forward. <laughs> uh because it, it, I I just like the thought that like he's going to go up to people and be like, "Hey, do you believe in Sharia?" and they're going to be like, "Oh, damn it. I was really hoping you wouldn't ask me." <laughs> Yes, I do. <laughs> and then they'd be like, ah, oh, we got you. Oh, you did. Yeah. You got me. Okay, off I go. Well, I mean, what's but, interesting here is that uh, Mr. Gingrich does seem to be sort of confusing matters just a little bit. Because even the whole call, you know, for if they believe in Sharia. Well, what do you mean, sir, by believing in Sharia? Does he even know what Sharia means? I don't. Well, it means the path or the way or something like well, but, that, right? But well, I don't know and, what what but, it directly translates to. But so, like the idea of like Sharia, Muslims practice Sharia as part of their 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 practice of of Islam. That's my understanding. Yeah, right? it means but, the law of Islam. It's, so it's the religious laws that they follow, right? Whether you call them Sharia or the Ten Commandments, right? Right? Yeah. Or you know whatever Jesus said, um, you know. What's the difference, really, at the end of the day? Now, what I think he intends to say here is, like, Sharia law. Well, that, yeah. That, 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 and, and beyond even Sharia law, believing in uh, a, that, that, that we should be living under a theocracy. Right. 
Believing the, that the, the state should enforce Sharia. Yes, exactly. Sharia is is the law is of their, the state. It is their belief system already. Their right. belief system already consists of a set of rules, and those rules are called Sharia. Right. But what he's talking about is, do they believe that the U.S. government should enforce Sharia on everybody? Now, I think that's that's a pretty dangerous belief. Yes. I don't know what we do with that if we find people who believe that. But in this country, you're allowed to believe whatever you want to believe. Unless it's communism. In the 19... 19- <laughs> unless, unless it's the unpopular no. <laughs> shit. Unless it's anything... Unless it's McCarthy era. Right. Unless right. it's something that... that Political political people can use to scare their constituents into voting for them. Right. And then... But no, I mean, during the Red Scare, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess people weren't deported. No, but... I know people lost jobs. I would say that the closest the, the closest thing to this is the, uh, is the internment of Japanese people. But that wasn't a belief. That was just their... It's just an association. This yeah. is the same thing. If you're associated with people that we're scared of... Right. We're going to either lock you up or kick you out or we're... Yeah, it does. It feel, you're right. It feels more... It smacks of the Japanese issue yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. And, hmm. it's, and by the way, uh, in case anyone is out there listening is unclear... Uh, the internment of Japanese people during World War II that the U.S. did, that was wrong. <laughs> that was a bad thing that we did. did so, you, you really felt the need to well, I just, spell that I out? I just want to be clear that uh, for future questions, questions like, well, should we round up Muslims and, and, and make them pass some sort of you know oath or test or whatever? Right. N- the answer is no. <laughs> The answer to that question is, no, that's not what we do. This is kind of the thing that just has never worked in the history of the planet. Right. Thing. Right. Yes. Yeah. And every time we do it, 50 years later, we're shitheads about it. Like, yeah. Like 50 years later, holy shit, we did that? Like this is the kind of thing that leads to a holocaust. Right. This is the kind of thinking that leads to that sort of so thing. So the question is... Do you want to be spending all that money on monuments? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And and possible reparations, but probably not because we don't really do that. No, 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 no. All but, you know, maybe there'll be, I mean, I enjoyed Schindler's List. Maybe there could be maybe, a, another, you know, really a, good movie. that. Just comes, imagine the films fine. and books that could come of this. Just imagine. Good Lord. All right, I'm moving us on. I think we're robbing Western civilization of <laughs> um, a real artistic opportunity in think, the next couple decades. Think of the literature, people. The literature. <laughs> memoirs. Oh. Amazing memoirs. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, you know, we just we just got uh, 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 George Takei's uh, big musical, a Broadway musical from the internment. Who knows what kind of... Great entertainment we're missing out on by not committing more atrocities as a country. <laughs> Who knows? All right, I'm moving on. I'm getting a little closer to home here. All right. Uh, I'm going to... So this is uh, two stories that I'm sort of mushing into a single story uh, for, mm. for your listening pleasure. Smushing them together, Dan. Uh, the name Jeffs will be uh, spoken frequently. We've got two, two Jeffs stories. 
Now, Warren Jeffs, you'll uh, may you may recall, was the uh, and is still the leader of the uh, the FLDS, the Fundamentalist Latter Church of Latter Day Saints. He's still technically their prophet. I think so. Yeah. Really. He's just profiting profiting from jail, wow. not profiting, but doing profit work. He might be profiting. He might. Who knows what he's selling? Who knows? Well, if he is, uh, a group of former uh, uh, members of his Mm -hmm. church are are wanting some of those profits. Uh, There's a lawsuit against him um, arguing that... Oh, but not just against him. So there's already been a lawsuit against him. Now there's a lawsuit against his law firm. Now, the law firm in Utah that that had long handled... And I did not know... I I am as a Utah very uh, I'm aware of this law firm. I like the name always rings a bell. I did not know that they that they represented the FLDS church. Who? Uh Snow Christensen and Martineau. They're yes, I know the name. Yeah. They they, they they're underwriters on on one of the local uh, PBS or NPR station. Right. Yeah, exactly. Huh. So yes, interesting. They, okay. That law firm apparently uh was uh worked for a long time for those guys now they as a law firm are being sued what uh uh claim the claim is that they uh they created a veneer of legality that helped the leaders of the church uh uh oh, that's what lawyers perpetuate do, right? abuses perpetrate per- perpetrate isn't that why you hire, hire a lawyer yeah is to look out for your legal interests. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but 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 they're saying that they th- these people are claiming that they created a smokescreen of 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 legal fog. That oh, so they were well paid lawyers, that, right? Exactly. <laughs> that allowed uh, you know some horrible things to happen. To wit, ah, okay. horrible things not unlike uh, you know things that that Warren's brother Lyle. Mm. Uh, was going to be tried for. Uh, he's he's uh, he, he's un, he was under uh, arrest, awaiting trial. Um, for uh, let's see. Uh, oh, you know all the stuff that he does. I don't have it pulled up right here. Um, but but I mean you know it's usually the same same old same old things like marrying children off to mm-hmm. old men and. Getting married to young children, slave labor, actually child labor, child labor that yeah. sort of thing. Anyway, uh, so he's uh, well, and also poly- let's not forget that polygamy is still Ill- illegal in this country. Yeah, uh, so there's that. Uh, anyway, uh, Lyle Jeffs <laughs> is at large in, oh. in large part because. You know he had the, he had one of those uh those those wristbands those ankle bracelets uh those tracking things yeah 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 uh, so he could, he could be under house arrest and mm-hmm. not and not be in jail mm-hmm. apparently he squirreled his way out of it apparently really? like, and they're they're saying he used something like he used olive oil or something and like got himself out Jeez. of that thing wow. and is now uh, on the lamb olive oil will do it. Well, apparently, I mean they they managed to make it work. So get them to get them to clamp it on loose, and then uh, Jesus Christ, stretch. Apparently, it it was clearly tampered with, mm-hmm. uh, but wasn't not so much so because you know if you if you cut them or whatever they alert. So uh, you want to like authority. what causes swelling? 
like of your feet? What too much salt intake? Like what? What, what, what would cause know. you to like get your ankles all swollen? Right. So that's what you need to do first when they're putting it on. When they fit it, yeah. And then you, that goes down, uh-huh. and then you, you you put it in cold, cold, cold water. Uh huh. And then mm-hmm. a little bit of olive oil. Get that olive oil out, and a little salt. Do you think it was consecrated olive lemon oil? Lemon juice, probably. They were doing a blessing on it. <laughs> yes. Brother Lyle. In the name Consecrate of, the soil. And we'll get by the holy Melchizedek here. priesthood, which we hold, we say unto your ankle, shrink down, baby. We need this <laughs> red bracelet off. Oh, that's, the, that's a miracle. I bet it's being told as a miracle. It, it is a miracle. The miracle of the slippery <laughs> It's a good one. Yeah. The, mi- the miracle of the insufficient heels just comes right off. Does he have a, a weak chin as well? Probably. I don't, I don't, I don't like, even have a picture of him. Yeah. Anyway. All right. All right, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? More not just drop the F off of the front. Uh-oh. Just some LDS news. The the real the the real LDS. The the LDS. The downtown church. Yep. Corporate church. Yeah. Uh so yeah, the the, the real thing here, folks. They the, you know, they're very concerned about their public image. Yes, they are. Constantly. And they pay people a lot of money to like monitor and such things and to promote them. Right. Yes, indeed. Well, I guess they must have felt that the that whole uh, Meet the Mormons was a big grand success from oh, a no. couple years ago. They're wrong. They made a, a film that featured um, it was six Latter Day Saints and their families from various cultures and careers. So they, they even had some black folks in it. It well, was there was a Nepalese engineer and humanitarian. Yeah, there was the head football coach at the U.S. Uh, Naval Academy. There was a Costa Rican kickboxer. Oh, there was an Atlanta academic counselor, a missionary mom from Utah. Do you guys do you guys hear how diverse this church is? And and it's, and Dan, they yeah. also included the story. I did not know this of Gail Haverson, the Beehive State's famous candy bomber from the Berlin airlift in the 1940s. I don't know anything about that. You don't know about the candy bomber? No. Oh, he he dropped candy. Oh, on, on the, right. the children of Germany. Right. I did know about that. That's right. <laughs> you say bomber these days. I just think bombs. Uh, uh, anyway, so that was all included in that film. Well, they 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 they're doing a follow up, uh, because uh, you know they they need they need more stories of diversity within their ranks, even though we know they're all white. Um, yeah, they, they literally people understand. This church is white. It is a church of white people for white people, all about white people. With but boy, do they love it when they get well, and and also Latino people. They, there are a lot of Latinos. They, I mean, they they count less, I think, to to the Mormons, but they they have a lot of them in the official count. Yeah, they, no, they count everyone as a whole person. Oh, definitely, these people count. That's true. That's true. People. Anyway, um. So the new the new the new film is going to feature uh, a horse trainer and his wife in Morgan, Utah. Okay, yeah. A Tokyo-based singing group. Okay. Like that. Uh, and an Italian convert who launched a homeless service in Las Vegas. Isn't that just nice? That's that lovely. is so nice. Um, they uh, the uh, all the vignettes this time feature married couples. Oh. 
Um, because that but, is uh, that is the appropriate state for a human being to be in. Yeah, it's the only if, in God's eyes, it's the only acceptable. If you're a grown up, get yourself hitched. That's all there is to it. Well, if you're a single man uh, of 26, you're a menace to society. Yes, Isn't that indeed. Brigham Young's line. Probably. I'm pretty sure. That was... And if you're and and believe me, if you're a single woman who's over 24, oh, you're a sweet spirit, but. Yeah. Something's wrong. Yeah. Desperately, but, horribly wrong. But what is this? What is this uh, <laughs> desperate uh, attempt to seem normal, Dan? Propaganda, my friend. But <sighs> they need it, don't you? <sighs> They're weirdos. They I, need- ju- I just know that as like a former missionary for the goddamn LDS Church, right? Um, we would keep certain details about. The church, very specifically from anyone that we were talking to about the church, right? And that was that was just how, like, the discussions were set up. Right. And, 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 and like, I remember there was this, this, this member, this guy who had been a member of the church for a couple of years, and he, when he found out about garments, uh-huh. and he'd been around for a few years. These are the underwear that... The Mormons wear. Right, exactly. The temple garments. Um, They, uh, the look on his face and the absolute confusion and almost like the sense of like, what is going on? How, A, how could I not have known about this? Right. And B, who are these people? Right. What have I gotten myself into? And so why not just be honest and upfront, find the people that that's going to appeal to, Right. you know, who you really are. Why do they, why this bait and switch thing that they love to do? They love it. Well, I mean, they're desperate. You know, don't dress for the job you want or you, <laughs> that you have. You dress for the job that you want. Don't, right. don't act like the church you are. Act like the church you want other people to think you are. Because <laughs> it's not even the church they aspire to be. They're not in some like fast track to change. No, no, they don't like change. Uh, change is bad. <laughs> They're so annoying to me. But anyway, yeah. so if uh, we should go down to the Legacy Theater, Dan, and see this. Oh, my God. Sounds delightful. Never. It's probably going to be a regular feature now yeah. at the Legacy. It's, They're going to be rotating in stories. It's, it's going to be, be intolerable, and I'll tell you why. It's going to be very slick. It'll be totally oh, yeah. produced. It'll, be, it'll, be, it'll be really well produced. Stirring music. And that will mean it will just be boring <laughs> there will be nothing it'll just be these stories about nice people yeah and who the fuck cares yeah if it were if it were badly produced or if it were you know they're trying one thing but they're going to achieve another thing mm-hmm. if i didn't know that they constantly spend millions on right. pr yeah. i might be excited to go see it right because like the shit the people that that the, like lesser churches produce is amazing and i'll see that any day of the week but these guys are they're too slick at this point yeah it's not it's however i will gladly anytime go back down to temple square and where the legacy theater is it's surrounded by the shittiest wax sculptures you've ever seen in your life so like there are good things there's still shitty stuff there so that's good (laughs) anyway i'm gonna move on to the land of kentucky Home of the Derby and Bourbon. Yeah. And the Durban. 
That's 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 when you go to the Derby and you drink bourbon or the Burby. Anyway, uh, a <laughs> Kentucky uh, judge has made and has has enforced what the Christians want. Yeah, uh, has re- refused to do a wedding. Now, this is interesting. It's not oh. just a gay wedding. You'd think, well, yes, of course, the gay weddings, they're all, they're all going, to, going to refuse the gay mm-hmm. wedding. He refused the wedding of two non-believers who... Uh, who are gay as well? No. Oh. No, they're oh. straight. Uh, they just wanted a service that didn't have God in it. That was their big and request. So they, and that's what they said to the judge, and the judge was like... The judge nope, sent them. God. Uh, the judge uh, informed them the day before it was supposed to happen. <gasps> the day before, what a dick! I will be unable to perform your wedding ceremony. I include God in my ceremonies, and I won't do one without. Well, that's good, judge. Right. So here's the thing. Now I haven't seen the backlash. I assume there is some on the right. I assume that the Christians are going to make much hay of this and turn him into a superhero or whatever. But here's the thing: he's a justice of the peace. He is a a representative of the state. You're not allowed to do that. This is you can't. So the furfurfs involved. Mm-mm. They're saying you. They, Watch out, judge. They literally said, quote, yeah, you have no right to impose your personal religious beliefs on people seeking to be married. Governments in this nation, including the Commonwealth of Kentucky, are secular. They do not have the power to impose religion on citizens. The bottom line is that by law, there must be a secular option for people seeking to get married. In Trigg County, you are that secular option. Which, to which I say, darn tootin'. So anyway, uh, but what, what I'm so, so but when okay. I read it, what I was concerned about what it, what what will happen is that the 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 Christians will now say, see, they're now forcing us to do marriages that we don't want to do. Not ministers, right? Not ministers. Somebody who's who's in a position that a public position, right? That that performs marriages. This is a public. Yes, you. This is this. You are you are a government employee. Yes, are, we as a as as a as a uh, public. Yeah, have hired you. Different, very different thing. Different thing yeah. entirely. No All one. Right. No one's trying to make. Uh, you know, Reverend So and So do a, do a gay marriage. Or no, anything. no, that's. Two or three down on the list. Yeah, exactly. We got to get through this stuff first, right? Before right. We do this that. is, we're on phase one here, people. <laughs> <laughs> we're not all the way. Quit acting like we're on phase three. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Dan. Yes. There's, you know, an election coming up. Oh, for what? For, you know, elections. Oh, okay. People, people have to vote, Dan. Yes, they do. Well, down in Palm Beach. Uh, county down mm. in Florida, yeah, the home of uh, Boca Raton. Oh yes, famous Boca Raton, the 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 mouth of the rat. Yes, um, the uh, their election supervisor has decided to move a polling station from a mosque. <laughs> to a nearby public library. Oh my god! I thought you were gonna say church, and I was like, "Oh, that's gonna not be." A th-. And then I was, yeah. Oh, a mosque. A mosque. Well, of course, they are also using you know Christian churches and oh yeah synagogues. 
Uh, I have many times had to vote in a Christian church. See, I never have. Yeah. I I don't know how I've avoided it. It's always been a public school or um, a lobby well, of, they, a, of an apartment building. Or a library. Those are I've things. I've never voted in a library, but I know that that happens. My current polling place is a library, but... Really? Yeah. Oh. There Day were, Riverside. Yeah. Uh, um, anyway. Awesome. So, but yeah, uh, moving, so did they give a reason why they're moving it out of the mosque? Uh, well, some people have complained about voting in a mosque. (laughs) Well, of course they have. And because they're dipshits. And, uh, so Basim Al-Halabi, uh, who's the president of the mosque said that, um, it was the county, uh, the election supervisor's idea in the first place mm. to hold the or to set up the mosque as a polling station. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he says, you know what? If Muslims, quote, if Muslims are good to vote in a church and in a synagogue, then Christians and Jews are also good to vote in an Islamic center. Yeah. Rightly so. However, yeah. what I want to say is why the fuck do we have elections do we hold elections in these places anywhere near these things yes i i I, I don't i wouldn't like having to waltz into an lds chapel no it's not fun to vote to vote don't worry it's not the chapel though it's the gym (laughs) well yeah all the lds the whole building all the lds uh wards have 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 basketball standards uh, I, I guess he, that makes sense in the that state. they would do it yeah. in, in, the, in the cultural hall. Right. And, you know, technically, I think churches are supposed to, like, cover up any religious iconography in their church if you vote there. But still, it's just the fact of going into the place. It feels like it's uh, making a statement. It feels like you're supposed to vote a certain way or that or that it feels anyways. It just smells wrong. Here's the deal. I should be able to choose whether I go into a church or not. Maybe. I don't even want to go in the fucking thing. No. Right? Right. Library, okay. Well, that's that's different. It's a public space. It's a public building. Yeah. Right? Where everybody is legitimately welcomed. Right. Right? That's not, not, not necessarily the case in a church. Like, yeah, okay, the visitors welcome, right? But uh, really, yeah. really diverse ideas. Right. You know, are welcome. No, no, it's not. It's not an open space. No. And I just and just the fact that it's it's just church as a church. Yeah, exactly. Well, and as a gay man, I imagine it would be extra weird, extra unwelcoming going into something. Well, And who are all the volunteers going to be? Right. At least when you're at the library or at a school, it's just people from the neighborhood. But you don't know. I mean, I mean, I assume that, yeah, even at a church, there's going to be volunteers who aren't from that church you would assume but it just feels just wrong it It does it feels wrong wrong. it feels wrong i don't want to have to go so if there was ever if if we could ever ask christians to just look at their own behavior and say now imagine if someone else felt that way about you yeah but they they don't that doesn't work on them yeah they are they are magically immune to that kind of thinking yeah, it's yeah, it's part of the the game, isn't it's it? Part yeah. of their charm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, hey, if you guys uh, want to tell us a story about where you voted uh, and how it made you feel, go ahead and write into us. Podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. 
Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist, and click like. And while you're there on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group. It will take a second to get let in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Quick break. That's... Okay, but I'm going to send us into the break with a quick note about Loot Crate. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, this is LootCrate.com. You get a shit ton of cool geek stuff. Yes. T-shirts. Yes. Uh, toys. Toys, pins, magnets. Surprising stuff. Yeah. They're going to surprise you every month. Uh, it's a subscription service. You sign up for it. And they will surprise you with fun things more than what you pay for. Steal of a deal. The, the value is double. S- be a savvy consumer, people. <laughs> right? Exactly. <laughs> and do so by going to lootcrate.com slash TGI Atheist. So L-O-O-T-C-R-A-T-E dot com slash TGI Atheist and get your geek on. And now a quick break. This is Pat Robertson. Yes, it is. Okay, Pat, this is from Eugene, who says, <clears throat> excuse me, my wife and I are lifelong 700 Club members. We often hear how the Republicans are so against abortion and Democrats are so pro-choice. But this was not the case on the Roe v. Wade decision. Three Nixon appointees, Blackman, Powell, Berger, and two Eisenhower appointees, Brennan and Stewart, comprised a Republican majority, even without the two Democrats, Marshall and Douglas, voting. Why are these men not called out for the genocide against the unborn? Why did they all live to be such an old age after committing such a despicable act that has brought a curse upon the land? Please set the record straight. Well, you'll have to ask God why he didn't kill him. I, 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 I'm not in charge of, of, of the death or life of the Supreme Court judges. <laughs> so it's in God's hands whether they live a long life. But that thing was called Blackman's abortion, and Blackman indeed was a Nixon appointee. You're absolutely right. It was an incredibly bad decision. It, it, it was based on no science, nothing that was there, but they picked up stuff from Planned Parenthood and other, uh, uh, well, population. The wealthy people of our country wanted to make sure that the black uh, and and the, the less fortunate didn't outbreed us. So they wanted to make sure the population of those people stayed small. I know that sounds gross, but that's what they believed. And then they had Margaret Sanger, uh, who was saying that black people are inferior, that southern white people are inferior, that uh, uh, European Protestants are inferior. I mean, she went all the way down the line. She wanted eugenics. And so they bought into that. But it was a horrible decision. And you're absolutely right. Being Republican or being Democrat does not mean the Supreme Court is going to go along with with righteousness. And in that case, it certainly didn't. All right. Uh, you know what? What? And you got this wrong. Oh. Being Republican does mean you're righteous. (laughs) Right. Oh, well, obviously, that's the truth. Uh, It's amazing to me. Here's what's funny. Uh, This person, whoever wrote into them, by the way, first of all, I just want to paint a quick picture for you. The woman and the man, the the woman and Pat Robertson, Mm -hmm. whose voices you just heard, in that clip, are dressed exactly alike. Twins! There's something delightful about the fact that they are twinners! <laughs> Literally wearing, like, the same color jacket, a, a white Ooh. shirt, same color. It's amazing. 
So amazing, Dan. Anyway, yeah. So amazing. I just love that people, like, when they talk about the the Supreme Court and, you know, this was, mm. they did this horrible thing. This They committed a genocide, essentially. As though the job of the Supreme Court is to be, like, the rulers of our morality. Mm. Well, that's not their job. Mm. Their job is not to be to decide what's moral and what isn't. Right. And that's just a fundamental misunderstanding of of the Supreme Court yeah. and what their job is. Anyway, uh, there but you go. But you sure wish they were. <laughs> sure. Well, I do. Or that they did. You know? Oh, it would o- be such a much better country to live in. If only. If people would just be a little bit more moral the way that I'm moral. Right. If pe- That's always if best. If only everybody understood that my morality is the correct <laughs> morality and their morality is immoral and they're awful, awful mm, humans. It's true, Dan. Oh, I'm very aware of this fact. Yeah, exactly. Well, uh, we had uh, we we didn't get a lot of uh, of just of of people correspondence. Correspondence. That's the word I was looking for. I said I was going to say discourse, and I'm like, that doesn't sound right. How about discorrespondence? Discord. We, we did have a, <laughs> we had some of that for sure. Uh, Frederick wrote into us, "Hey guys, I was listening on your latest dis- listening on your latest discussion of the DMV." And the whole colander thing. Uh, this is to remind folks. This was us talking about people wearing their colanders uh, as good members of the fly- Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster to get their uh, their driver license picture taken. Uh, Frederick says, "I don't really know anything about the DMV and their rules, but this has got me thinking. If someone is suffering from OCD and simply has to wear a beret in public." What would the DM would would the DMV allow this person to wear a beret on the driver on his driver's license? OCD is obviously not religious, but you have to admit that I don't know why I simply have to sounds pretty damn near religious or vice versa for that matter. Hmm. Uh, I don't suffer from OCD, so I really don't know. But I'm guessing that I'm guessing resisting OCD could potentially cause distress on pretty much the same scale as resisting religious compulsions. I thought that was an interesting point. I, d- I feel like I would rather accommodate someone's actual psychological issues mm. than someone's uh, imaginary friend. Both are psychological issues. Well, perhaps. <laughs> perhaps. But, like, yeah, so, like, your 2,000-year-old your Bronze Age religion mm. asks you to wear, you know, X hat and Y hairstyle and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever— that seems less legitimate to me than than a very severe, you know, very severe mental than a, disorder. Than a person of science diagnosing you with something. Right. Yeah. 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 So that's actually very interesting. Hmm. I'm I'm just I glad. I don't know how it works in the real world with such things, but no. it's an interesting point. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I'm glad I don't have that particular OCD thing. Because I have to wear a beret. I look terrible in berets. No, Dan. No. (laughs) I think it would be it would be right at home on your head. You you think I look good in a beret? I think it would fit with who you are in a lot of ways. Très bien. (laughs) Oui, Monsieur. (laughs) This beret, it is uh, how you say. uh, It complements my cigarette Mm -hmm. and my uh, all the various cheeses that I am so fond of. So. While you brush your mustache with your ring finger. Yeah. <laughs> and and look snootily down on others. 
uh, I'm afraid that your your hat is completely lacking. <laughs> I, I cannot even look at it. Anyway, uh, do, we, do we have any voicemail? No, I don't, we, no, didn't, we didn't even talk no, about this. No, we're not playing any voice. No. Okay. I, to be honest, I didn't even check down. Well, that's, that's okay. on me. We, uh, uh, this is a... We're, this is the last PS, this, this show is late. Uh, I just got back from a trip. I'm yeah. like f- right off the plane. Uh, yeah. There was some. There was going to be. A, we were going to have maybe a guest host this week, but that didn't work out. So fell through. Kind of. Well, at the last minute. So, so sorry it's late, and uh, and sorry if we're not fully prepared. We we did work hard. <laughs> we're as prepared as we are normally, Dan. Shh. <laughs> no, normally we put in just countless hours before we. Do well, this. normally I do at least check the voicemails yes, to make sure that. We're All right, done. and I just forgot this time. All right, uh, but we do have some uh, new donors. Oh, good. New patrons, I suppose I should say, yes. on Patreon. Oh, thank God. Um, we have Seth, Courtney, Angela, uh, Jonathan Ariola of the TDTF Pod. That's a podcast. He's a been podcast. he's he's been contacting us but yeah so cool. so go you, go Jonathan. ahead and check out his podcast yeah. T- tdtf which i think stands for too deep too fast awesome all right and then this one just says redacted in brackets <laughs> i don't know what they originally wrote if patreon is like if it's like well d's censoring nuts, it these nuts was taken so yeah but they might have <laughs> said something really mean um and then dan there's a spider get it off me ah! <laughs> Yay. They, they took our challenge. I love it. Uh, and then Adrian. Oh, yeah, so that's that's fun. Uh, you guys can make Frank say almost anything <laughs> just by going to Patreon and becoming a new subscriber uh, on our. If you go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on our Patreon uh-huh. button, yeah, uh, you can become a new subscriber and uh, and just put your name as whatever you want it to be, and Frank has to say. I it. have to say it. I so, have to thank you. Which, Thank you, guys. Which, you, which we didn't say yet. Thank you so much for your oh support. Oh my God! Guys. It's thank you so much. This it's, is, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, and and if you and if you become a new a new donor, just know that uh, we will love you more than our non donor listeners. So <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah. So All right. so there. Okay. Uh, also, by the way. If you can't afford to be a donor, I just want to throw this out there. We haven't put out a call for this for a long time, but if you rate us, uh, give us a five star rating on your on your uh, listening app of choice, whether it be iTunes or Stitcher or whatever, mm-hmm. that's very helpful to us too. So there are ways that you can help without uh, without if you can't afford a, a financial contribution. Yeah, it's very very it's all very helpful. So thank you. So thanks for that. Um. There are atheists in the world. Uh, you and I uh, are two of them. People who do not believe in a god or gods. Yeah. We've abandoned that silly superstition. Lead peaceful existences. <laughs> Peace of mind. Right. With the lack of, like, just fucked up thoughts in your head all the time. Different fucked up thoughts. Various I will say that. and sundry. I, I will say my thoughts are probably equally fucked up. But <laughs> Just totally different on a different just level. Not maybe not as delusional. Right. And you don't maybe. and you question them more. You get to question yeah, all of your yeah. fucked up thoughts yeah. instead of just having to believe them. Yeah. But here's the thing. Uh you we you and I both sort of stumbled on the same thing, which was a study that came out in Australia mm-hmm. uh that just took a look at uh, of f- 52 different people uh, aged 18 to 85 
um, and just ask them questions and of various ethnic and religious backgrounds. Mm-hmm. Ask them questions about their belief systems. Many of them were non-believers uh, in terms of a god. Many of them were atheists or mm-hmm. you know agnostics or whatever they want sure. to call themselves. Uh, and yet many of those people still believed that some sort of life after death occurs. Some sort of continuation of mm. of their spirit, of their essence. Yeah, that's a nice thought, isn't it? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if it's a nice thought. Maybe. Well, I, I mean, the thing is, we the thought of not existing sounds uh, yucky. I don't, yes. I don't think any of us like the thought of no longer existing. Right. But at least, if nothing else... There's not a lot of risk in not existing. Yeah. Right? There's a lot that you there's a lot of risk about <laughs> what kind of weird screwy afterlife you might find yourself in. Yeah. I mean even the believers who believe that they know what happens after death. They know that a bunch of people get the shit end of the stick. Mm. Like, of course, they're going to go to heaven and be on, and you know, and live with God in the in in the the Chuck E. Cheese of the afterlife. Yeah. But the bad people, and we don't necessarily know who all they are, but yeah. we know who some of them are. Yeah. Burning for eternity, forever, damn. torture forever, which seems like a really strong punishment. For shit that you did for like 80 years during this little tiny slice of eternity. And it probably wasn't even that shitty. It probably wasn't yeah, that bad. What got you there probably wasn't really there's, that bad. There are bad things. There was literally only one Hitler. Yeah. There's only been one of him ever. There have been some other guys who have done other shitty things. Yeah, not on his scale, but there have been some pretty fucked but it's up like, people. It's like you get one every, you know, every decade or so who's that bad. Yeah. And then everybody else that goes to hell is like, eh, you fucked the wrong people or you, you know, maybe a murderer here and there. But in, in large but part. why punishment? I don't, I don't right. get it. Like, at least I will say, and we've said this before on the show. At least the Mormons have it a little bit figured out that you're just kind of just cast out. Right. Right. Yeah. It's not punishment. You're going to be, your punishment is your own anguish, right? Yes. It's not, it's not you being ripped limb from limb. Right. And then reattached and then burned or scalding hot pokers then, or moved over to that ring of hell. Right. Exactly. That thing happens to your eyeballs. Okay. Go to the drowning room now. <laughs> no. It's, yeah. At least it's not that. Although, that guy kind of makes me happy. I kind of want to meet that <laughs> the guy, guy with the now. clipboard and help. All right, it's time for you to go over to burning again. So, <laughs> just, do you want brimstone or just fire? What can, <laughs> how can we make your torture more helpful today? <laughs> what do you, yeah, it's, it's a childish, childish it's thought. Awful. It's awful. Here's the horrible. thing, though. There are, so, there are all these atheists who believe, you know, either in a heaven. Here's the great thing. Most atheists who believe in heaven uh, don't believe in hell. Like, they've just abandoned the ugly side of it. Uh, well, I mean, what kind of god well, yes. would, send, would, would have a hell? Would do that. Yeah. yeah. The concept uh, of hell is, uh, is for babies. That yes. Is, that is a, Small children. That is a Keep them in line. Stupid, 
And what a horrible thing child to belief. tell a child. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That's basically they're, child they're abuse. They're decent lies to tell a child. Sure. Even though I don't believe in it. Yeah. I don't believe that we should probably tell our kids about, you know, Santa Claus. But it's fun. It's and if people fun, do it, whatever. It's harmless. The first, the first year they ask if Santa's for real, you don't lie to them. You just be you like, eh, no. That's what my parents did. Yeah. Look how I turned out. You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> So anyway, uh, I just, I think you and I, what we really wanted to talk about was just, can, uh, can we, where, where do we stand with, uh, you know, the supernatural with, with, with beliefs that, because you, when we, when I think of atheists, mm-hmm. the, the picture that I paint for myself is like very logical, very reasonable evidence demanding people. Science-based yes. smarty pantses. Yes. That's just bullshit. Why am I doing that? There are plenty of dumb atheists. There are plenty of atheists who don't like science. They're yeah. pl- and they're not They just dumb. don't believe in God. They're, yeah. There's a million different kinds of atheists. Plenty of dipshit yeah. atheists. Right. I'm one of them. I'm a dipshit. I don't believe in a lot of these superstitions, <laughs> but I'm a dipshit in so many ways that I can't be too judgy about any of this. Um. So uh, we put together a little list of sort of supernaturally, supernatural-ish, sort of superstitious crap. Right. right? So, well, great. So we're going to, we're definitely, I know that there are several listeners out there right now really bracing themselves because they're going to hear something. Is, that they know well, that if, we're about to if say. If your thing is on this list, right? Let us know. Yeah. I want to hear from you. Yeah. Call us out. You know. Tell we're, us we're what not, it's we're, about. We're couching this all in like we're dissing on it, but let us know. Sure. We're, I don't believe it. We I think that we will don't come as promise, no big surprise. We don't promise not to make fun of you. <laughs> okay. But, so here's one, Dan. Yeah. That pops up a bit. Okay. Psychics. Oh yes. The uh Psychics. The Long Island medium. Yeah, great example. She's she's got to be real, right? Well, she does all those great tricks, you know. She she has been proven time and again to she, be real. She knows stuff about her audience members. She knows, like for instance, that someone in this section of the audience lost someone whose name starts with a G. Damn! Mm, How did she know that? I know it's amazing. Uh, so psychics, you know. I think it's interesting um, because, I mean, I personally know at least one atheist who believes in psychic, Mm -hmm. psychics and mediums and stuff. Would you go to a psychic just to... Just for, like, fun? Shits and giggles? I I don't know that I'd enjoy it. Here's the thing. If I went to a psychic, first of all, I have gone to a psychic. Oh, have you? Not gone to. When I was was living in upstate New York uh, for a summer, Mm. I... I went to a place called Lilydale, mm. which is a, a community for psychics and for mm. the training of psych- psychics. Ah, yeah. It, it all had a very spooky feel. May have been uh, in part because we, like, two days before we went, we went to the Sixth Sense. <gasps> no, was it that? Yeah, it was that. Anyway, we were in a spooky mood. We decided to go to this to this uh, this psychic community, and uh, everything was kind of. There wasn't much happening, mm-hmm. but there was. Uh, Free readings, free because these are all there were there are mediums and psychics in training. 
as well as just so they know they have the gift, but they they don't have it worked they out. They need yet. to develop the gift. They need right. to, to improve on. So the there's gift. actual classes in yeah in bullshitting your clients. Well, indeed, techniques uh, or are taught. Or, that's probably I see. Here's the here's the wacky thing. I believe that most psychics believe that they're that they have psychic abilities. You don't think they're charlatans. I think that they are charlatans, but I think that they believe that that they believe that what that the tricks that they use get them to uh, some sort of truth. Mm. I actually believe that. Okay. Or at least some of them do. Okay. Um anyway, so this lady so we go to this this reading uh by 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 psychics in training at the stump. There's the mystical stump okay. there. And she the one of the ladies calls on me and starts saying, "Ah, oh, I, I sense it's it's a grandmother, a grandmother." And both of my grandmothers had passed away at that point, so I was like, "Yeah, okay, which one?" But I didn't say that. I was, and here's the thing: I gave her nothing. Right. Psychics rely on you giving feedback. Right. Which one would have told her both her dead? <clears throat> right. Right. In essence. Right. Well, I would have given her feed. Yeah, I mean feedback like because she oh, was like dead grandmother. Right. And and I was like, okay. And she was like, uh, she, I get the sense that she didn't approve of something that you were doing or, or of your, your choice of, 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 uh, profession. And I was like, um, no, that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs> She's like, I get the sense that, and just know that she is, she is comfortable with it now. And she's, 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 she supports you. And, mm. and I was like, okay, that was a bunch of bullshit. Right. That was only bullshit. And that's the thing. If uh, if I went to a psychic... But see, you went to one that was in training. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, you're not really one to judge, Dan. Yeah, that's true. You haven't been to a fully fully certified psychic. Uh, yeah, exactly. With all the credentials that psychics get. Right. From having gone to, <laughs> to Lilydale. To Lilydale, that's yeah. right. right. I, I mean, I guess the, the, the idea is... Uh, I've done a, a little bit of research on how psychics do their readings and right. like cold reading techniques and all of these different things that they use, whether they're conscious of it or not. So I would, they wouldn't be able to do nothing with me. Okay. How about uh, when it's dark and uh, you bump in the night? Ooh. Do you feel a little... Uh... It's spooky. I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Like, if I feel it, it, there are times when you're in a when I'm in a like dark, spooky place, it's scary. Oh, yeah, I know. It's a little creepy. You're just like, what's going to jump out at me? Yeah, it's kind of. What's that shadow? Now, in part, that's like. I mean, what we're talking about there is like an like an evolutionary imperative to be afraid <laughs> in the dark because things can kill you in the dark. Right. Like. In the wild, right, or whatever. But are but you yeah, gonna get I mean, sucked up into a hunting? Yeah, I mean, that's. I've wondered about that. Like, like if I went on one of those shows mm. uh, that you know it's about that throws you. We were talking about the show, just uh, some show that you were watching on MTV. Oh, MTV. Yeah, it was a good show. It was just like about you know you, you 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 camera up some people and you throw them into a spooky thing yeah. and make noises. And I wonder how I would have responded to that. I think I could probably have logicked my way into like not caring. I, <laughs> I think I might, I might be able to just go. Oh, they're just going to try and scare me and 
quickly uh, logic your way out of being on TV. Right, exactly. I would be the worst for that. Except that <laughs> if there were other people in there, I might get a kick out of like scaring them. But that's not <laughs> what they want to show on TV. <laughs> no. They don't want to show you being, right. you know, getting the a good a good one in on somebody oh. else. But like no, I'm no. starting to sound like the the most boring person ever now. Well, you're the one talking. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're, you're yeah. the one saying it, Dan. It's true. What about tarot cards? Have you ever had a tarot reading? I've had a tarot reading. You gave me a tarot reading once. I did. No, I didn't. Yeah, you did. You remember when you were going through your tarot phase? You were what all into this? it. I don't know. Well, I had like a little somebody giving me a little deck. It was years and years ago, and I thought it was like kind of charming. Yeah, and funny. And I didn't believe it was, like, real. I just kind of liked the cards for some reason. I'm not sure what that was. Well, here's the thing. This is another, another thing that you get. Like, I was talking to I, I, a, a friend of mine on Facebook is constantly posting about things like Mercury being in retrograde mm-hmm. and, and tarot cards and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, do you really believe that stuff? Yeah. And he was like, I think of it as symbolism Mm. and you know the cards just tell you stuff that you know you just interpret it in a way that means something to you 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 like if you do like the reading right and you follow all the little steps and you put the cards in the right places and blah 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 and what does it mean here and what is it you know all that shit right you you skim over the stuff that doesn't apply Uh uh-huh okay i don't know what that means oh well yeah i am kind of you know, dealing with something. You know, it's more like just a little mirror that gets hold up, held up. Right. What I realized very quickly is, well, I can also just have an ounce of self self awareness. Right. 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 Um, but it's but, the same with astrology. It was, really a fun thing. it was a fun party trick more yeah. than anything. Yeah. People would come around and be like, "Ooh, let's get out the tarot cards." Right. You know. I guess and I, this was like ten, twelve years ago. Yeah. I I just wonder about. Like, how much do people believe and how much do people just enjoy the fun of the thing? And if you're doing it just to enjoy the fun of it, but you're not consciously disbelieving it at the same time, mm. are you putting yourself in a, in a, in a, in a dangerous trap? Mm. Not dangerous. Sometimes it's dangerous. Yeah. We anyway. talked about afterlife. Yeah. Uh, here's one that I think is really interesting. Sure. Um, there's all sorts of little superstitions out there. You know, don't walk under a ladder, mm. black cat, breaking a mirror, all those things. Sure. Those, those, those all, for me, seem really quite easy to dismiss. Sure. Uh, the idea of jinxing yourself, though. <laughs> I think this is, a, this is something that people hold on to. Does it you get know? you? Do you get? Do you no, because do you worry about I being jinxed? because I consciously worked through, you know, this would the be, whole idea of jinxing. This would be the, the idea point now of when like, somebody says, "Oh, oh, jinx" or whatever, or "Oh, yeah. you're gonna jinx yourself." I'm like, that's not real, right? I just look at them, and that, because I feel like there needs to be someone in the world saying to people, "That's that's dumb. not that's how, not how how would me saying that affect the universe's." decision about whether that thing happens or not right right you so we're, what we're talking about is like the the sort of cultural idea that like if you say some you know oh hopefully this good thing is going to happen oh don't say that It'll, you'll jinx yourself right it won't happen i really hope i get into that school don't say it don't talk yeah. about it yeah you'll jinx it yeah yeah and yes so weird it's why 
So yeah. you say it, you, you say something good, you say something hopeful, you say whatever, and then like some malicious God comes along and makes sure that it doesn't happen. I mean, and I think some people also think that if you say something bad, you can jinx yourself. You know, if you say, if you say a bad thing might happen, then, uh-oh, now you're going to make it happen. You can't win. Which brings up another superstition. You can't speculate. Right, which brings up another superstition that people believe, which is the power of intention. Like you know those you know how like the what what was it the the, the secret the secret yeah Oprah's big thing yeah the, that's how she got her whole empire by that was the secret by by wishing to the universe yeah and the universe wished back and said shit yeah Oprah you get all the damn things <laughs> you get a car and you get a car but how is it a secret everybody knows about it well not only is it not a secret the real secret is. It doesn't work. You have to be smart and work hard. You have to just do, you have to be lucky and you have to like be in the right place at the right time and you have to work hard and you have to like think, yeah, you have to be apt to the thing. You have to be good Talent. At yeah. Talent. That's good. These are all things that have to happen. Oprah was good at saying people's names really loudly when they came on stage. Right. It, it was, it's so That's, exciting It was to clear. That she was going to be, she should have a, a show. Mega star. She should. She should just charge like three hundred dollars, and every and she just says your name as you walk past her. <laughs> she just sits in a chair and like, well, she Frank ever... Feldman, <laughs> and then you just you don't even get to shake her hand. You just have to walk right past as she says it. So and hope, like and hope some that your kind friend of comic con. But... Yeah, exactly. And hope that your friend got it on video on their <laughs> on their iPhone or whatever. The day that Oprah Winfrey <laughs> has to resort to yelling out people's names for three hundred dollars, you know it's boy. Not, it's, she's she's not doing it for the money. <laughs> she's doing it to bring joy to the world. <laughs> All right, let's see. So there's that. Oh, we talked about superstition in the theater. Did you want to say anything? Uh, about you know that? what? I there is this interesting thing that happens in the theater where uh, there are lots of superstitions that theater people have, and I will say that I. Uh, I obey the superstitions of the theater. Now, why do you do that? Well, largely because even though I don't believe in them, other actors do believe in them and can get themselves worked into enough of a tizzy that they'll fuck up on stage. That someone will die if you say the name of the... Of Macbeth? Of no, <laughs> that someone will mess up their lines and make me look bad. Oh... No, it's not about me looking bad, but but literally people, it's easy to throw an act. It's not easy, but act, actors have to concentrate, and I don't want them thinking about the fact that someone said Macbeth, you know, or that someone whistled in the theater. Or, or said good luck. Or said good luck instead of break a leg, or any of those things. Uh, <sighs> but I will gladly tell young actors the origin of many of those superstitions hmm. so that they don't believe in the superstitions anymore. Mm. I'll try to take the legs out of the superstition. Like, for instance, you want to know why they don't whistle, why you're not allow allowed to whistle? Yeah, I don't know that. I, I don't know that I've ever even heard that one before. Yeah, you don't whistle in a theater, but this comes from back when uh, they first started coming up with new ways to change the scenery quickly mm -hmm. in a thing. So they would, they would drop in a, back, a new backdrop mm -hmm. on ropes that would come down and then suddenly it would be a different scene. Right. But the only guys who knew how to rig up a rope system like that were sailors. And sailors knew how to would cue each other by whistling. 
oh. across across the stage to each other, and then they would know when to drop in the new thing and when to take out. You know, so if you whistled the wrong thing, so if you whistled at the wrong time, some a new stage would would suddenly appear at the wrong moment on and maybe fall on someone, right? Or or just suddenly, you know, they're trying to have a nice talk in the in the uh, in the parlor, and suddenly they're out in the field. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway. This play took a strange turn. <laughs> yes, indeed. <laughs> As did this podcast. <laughs> uh, and uh, the last one, Dan, I, we may have... No, we did Energy. Energy. Oh. Just, you know, if you just put the right energy out there... It's kind of like the secret. I'm sending pink light to you, Frank. Oh, dear God. No, it's not like the secret. Yeah, you're gay enough. You don't need any pink light. I, oh. You know, it's such a weird thing that... That that atheists who uh, who have gone through the you know it's usually a process to become mm-hmm. an atheist. Well, the fa- the fascinating thing though, yeah, we've said this before as well. Uh, it really, just means you don't believe in God. That's the only thing it means. Why couldn't you have other sort of mystical yeah. things that you've held on to that d- that don't require a belief in a God? Indeed. Although in some, there has to be some sort of force in the universe, though, to organize these things. <laughs> you know, you yeah. say something good and something bad happens. Yeah, it does seem like, like you're just replacing you're replacing God with a godlike thing that's incredibly mischievous. Right? Yeah, exactly. And in in many of these cases, it's like something that 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 can do you harm. If you're not careful. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think in the end, uh, what what are we encouraging here, Frank? I think I, for my money, uh, what I'm encouraging is demand more evidence. And, and, yeah. and also, if you want to believe something, that's not a reason to believe something. And you have to challenge yourself on that mm. point. Am I believing this because I really want it to be true? Or am I believing it because, and also... But we, that's how you start believing, Dan. Right. You have to want to believe first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how faith that's works. How, that's how, yeah. You st- you believe first, and then it's true after, or something. Then you, you get confirmation. Well, you hope. You faith, get... <clears throat> you, you hope in, and then you hope it's true. Right. Then you start believing it's true, and then you start having just this weird blind... And then it gets confirmed Conception to you. It gets confirmed to you, Frank. And, yeah. It's and that is called confirmation bias. That is called the thing that you already want to believe. Mm. You will see all of the reasons to mm-hmm. believe it once you do. Yes. So, uh, so, so look out for that. And then, uh, and if you do have proof that we're wrong about one of these things, feel free to write into us. You can write to us at podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, call in and and tell us what big dumb idiots we are, because we don't believe in the secret or something. Uh, Go to the Facebook page, kids, and see the good work of Ms. McKenzie at facebook.com slash TGIAtheist. And while on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and and, uh, request to join. Yes. Uh, go to the go to thankgodimatheist.com and click on the Patreon button on the side of the screen, and then you can become a patron and help make this whole thing possible and, uh, and keep us going. 
And indeed. Thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their music. And thanks to our guru of the webs, uh, one Miss McKenzie, for all of her hard work on the Facebook. And thank you, dearest of listeners, for tuning in yet again. Bye! Bye!